Hey, I'm Sammy and welcome to The Queer Experience. I'm so honored to have Serene, or the IRL word on TikTok. Serene goes by she, her pronouns, and is queer, which made growing up in a South Asian or Desi household an interesting experience. Serene is a law student, aims to be a public interest attorney in the social justice field in the future. As of now, she likes to spread awareness of queer experiences through her TikTok and is creating an Instagram under the same name soon. Well, welcome, Serene. I'm so excited to have you here today. You were one of my first mutuals on TikTok, I believe. So it's really <laughs> exciting to actually talk to you now. Yeah, you were one of my first as well. And I remember being so excited to meet other queer Daisy people and like learn that there is a really big community out there. Because I remember like growing up, I felt so alone and like, I don't know, in like my angsty like middle school phase, I was like, I'm the only queer Daisy out there. That's just not true. Like there's so many of us and now we're out here being visible, voicing our experiences. It's beautiful. And it makes me really happy to know that like other young queer Daisy people are going to grow up knowing that they're not alone. So yeah, I get it. Like I get comments on my TikTok all the time where people are like, oh my gosh, like another queer this. And I'm like, yes, like that's me. Yes. <laughs> Those comments almost make me so happy. And they're like the biggest reason why I keep making videos is like so other like queer Daisy people can find me and feel less alone and feel like, you know, they're not the only ones having these experiences. Other people have gone through it too. And we are still standing. We are still strong because it can be hard and it can be lonely. And to know that there are other people out there, it makes you feel stronger. Yeah, it's definitely a relieving feeling because I feel like growing up, you just feel so isolated because you have all these feelings inside of you. And it's so hard navigating all these different feelings because how do you know what they are when you've always been told that it's wrong? For me, like for the longest time, I didn't even recognize that the feelings I had for women were romantic just because that wasn't something that was even talked about as an option. You know, I grew up in the Midwest and I grew up in a Daisy household. So it's like we just didn't, that wasn't something that was even a part of my world. It took me forever to even figure out the way that I felt about women was different than the way that like all the other girls like in my high school and stuff felt about women. So so do you have any moments from your childhood that when you look, look back, you're like, yeah, I should have known I'm queer because I know I have those moments where I look back and I'm like, how did I not know I was gay? Like, it's just too obvious. I know. Absolutely. So. um I use like the queer umbrella term because like, I don't know, I lean very strongly towards women, but like every so often there's like a man that sneaks his way in there. So it's, I don't know. I also use bisexual as well, but I prefer queer. But anyways, so like growing up, because I lean mostly towards women, I never had crushes the same way a lot of like my other classmates had crushes. So I didn't want to be left out though when they were all talking about like, oh, you know, like I have a crush with this boy or that boy, like I wanted to participate. So I asked one of my friends, I was like, wait, like, how do you know who, do, who you have a crush on? Like, how do you know? <laughs> and um, she goes, 
Well, I just picture like who I would like want to get married to. Like I picture like all the guys in our class in a tux and like whatever one like looks the best in my head, that's who I pick. And I was like, okay, that sounds like a good idea. I'll try that too. And like, so I tried it and I was kind of just, (laughs) this is not working for me. And I don't know why, but like, I also started imagining the girls in wedding dresses and I'm like, see, they all look so pretty. So I don't understand why it's not working the other way around. Anyways, that friend is also queer now. So that's fun. (laughs) She had no idea. Like she, it was the blind leading the blind. (laughs) But I get it. Cause I know like when I was younger, I'd be like, okay, my friends think he's cute. I guess I'll have a crush on him. Like I never really understood what it was. I know when I was younger, a big tell for me was I used to look at girls and I'd be like, I want to be their friend because they're pretty. Yes, no, same. Like, oh my God. Or uh, when I would watch TV shows, I would get this weird factor that was like objectively unlikable, like Jade West. (laughs) And I'd be like, I don't know. I just want to like be her. I just think she's neat. It's like, no, babe, no. (laughs) And I like, I had the biggest crush on Alex Russo. Oh my god, yeah. (laughs) Who is this bad bitch? I didn't know I was like in love with her. I was just like, I want to be her and everything about her is perfect. I can't find a single flaw, even though she's an asshole to everyone, but... And everybody was into Justin and I didn't get it. I still don't. (laughs) (laughs) Selena Gomez looks so beautiful through the entire show. I don't understand. Have you seen some of the women out there? Like, are you sure? (laughs) One time my mom, like, this is one of those sus moments. But when I was talking to my mom, and this is before I came out or anything to her. Yeah, the women are always much more beautiful than, than the men. Like, men are very average, but women they're all so gorgeous and I was like (laughs) (laughs) yeah no I remember feeling like that too like I would say that all the time that was like a sus moment for me too (laughs) it's like I would be like I don't understand why all these beautiful women are dating like these ugly men but I thought all women were like the most like beautiful half of the couple and like my friends were like that is not normal (laughs) (laughs) I was like are you sure (laughs) how how did you realize you were queer for the first time so my aunt had introduced me to glee I was like over at her house and she was like I think you'd like this show because like you're into like musicals and stuff so I started watching glee and this was like one of the later seasons There wasn't anything like queer in the episode that I watched with her. I went back home and I started watching it on Netflix. And uh, there's a lot of queer characters on Glee, but specifically it was Brittany figuring out that she was bisexual Mm -hmm. that like did it for me because I like legitimately did not know that that was an option. Like I thought you either had to be like 100% like one way or the other, I was like, I didn't know you could feel things for both. And like the way that like, I don't know, like 
Brittany and Santana like started out having like that close friendship and then they described how they felt towards each other and how that was like different than regular girls feel about other girls yeah (laughs) like yeah that's me which it sounds like kind of stupid because like I know there's a lot of moments where I like probably should have known but I think it's hard when you just don't have like the words to express what you're feeling because that's not like the environment that you're in and like Glee gave me the words finally figure out you know what I was feeling so and I feel like a big part of it does go back to you growing up to the Midwest and being in a South Asian household because none of that makes it easy and I know that realization is probably scary so how did you even come to terms with that knowing that you had South Asian Desi parents I honestly had a really hard time with it for a long time like I didn't tell anyone I was scared to even write it down in my diary in fact the day I did I cried afterwards like and I didn't even like write like I think I might be queer I think I might be gay I think I might be bisexual no I wrote I think I might be like Britney from Glee (laughs) and and I cried (laughs) and like I literally hated myself because I was like there's something wrong with me. I don't know anybody else who feels that way, especially like anybody else who's like Daisy. Like for me, I just felt there was something wrong. And I was like, maybe if I try really, really hard, I can just ignore it. I can just, I don't know, make things easy for myself. Cause I couldn't stop thinking about like, what are my parents gonna think? What are my friends gonna think? You know, like, what am I supposed to do? I thought I was going to lose everybody in my life and I was absolutely terrified. But obviously that got a lot better over time. I like met more queer people in high school and that really helped because they were already very open and comfortable with who they were. And like, honestly, some people gave them a hard time, but for the most part, they were fine. They all kind of hung out together um, because most of them did theater and I also did theater. Yeah, everybody there was very open and accepting of it. It was starting to be more of a topic of conversation even in the Midwest. So it's like over time, I started to learn like there wasn't something wrong with me. This was normal. There was other people experiencing it too. And like it was okay. You know, it was okay to feel the way that I felt like it wasn't wrong. It wasn't dirty. It wasn't any of that. It was just love and it could be beautiful and messy like any other kind of teenage love. So yeah, no, I love that you said that it's just love. I think so many people just concentrate on the negative aspects of being queer that they forget how pure that it actually is. It's like loving anyone else. And it's just frustrating that sometimes it's seen in such a negative light. And I wish that it didn't, obviously, like who wouldn't, that's queer, but hopefully one day it'll get better and things are getting better. They're looking up than it has in the past, especially I feel like in the past like 10, 15 years. Yeah, things have changed a lot. Like I still remember where I was when like the courts legalized like gay marriage. And I remember like all the milestones we've seen and how much representation we get to see in 
books and like TV and like music and like all sorts of media now. And it's just queer kids today are growing up in like a more colorful world than I did. And I'm so happy about that. And I'm so happy that like I got to grow up while that was happening around me because it made it so much easier. It gives me hope that like kids who, you know, like figure out their sexualities today might not be in as much of a panic as I was thinking that they were like, it was messed up. Like they might have grown up seeing like queer relationships on TV or like uh, listened to queer artists on the radio and just known that like, yeah, it is just love. <laughs> like, Yeah, the visibility is so important. And I even see it all the time. Kids, like younger kids are figuring out more and more of their sexuality at a younger age. And that mm-hmm. makes me so happy because I know even myself, I was just so confused for so long and I just felt so out of place all the time. I didn't feel like I fit in anywhere I went and I just felt like an outcast at all times. And a lot of that was my queer feelings because I just couldn't place it into anything. So I also like secluded myself out of that. And maybe that's because I grew up in like suburbia, Texas, where if you say the word gay, everyone just like looks at you and you're like, oh shit, like I shouldn't have said that. But I also grew up in like a unique kind of school so in my school there was one girl and she had two lesbian moms and I've known this girl since I was in like second grade and I remember when people for the first time figured out that she had two moms everyone was like ew you have two moms like who has two moms like why don't you have a dad and everyone was like telling her off I know it was really sad but then I sit next to her and I'm like that's so cool how was it like having two moms that's so (laughs) cute oh my god she was like, you want to know about them? I was like, yes, of course I do. That seems like so much fun having two moms. Aww, that's amazing. And now here I am, but I was lucky because I got exposed to that at such a young age. And yeah. that world, especially suburbia, Texas, but not many people get that. So I'm glad that there's much more visibility now, no matter where you are, even if you are in the suburbs or in rural areas, you still know what being queer is. Exactly. And I love that. I love that for today's youth. And just like, I don't know, I think we can still do more and do better, but I have hope, you know? (laughs) Um, So with that being said, like, what was your thought, thought process leading out to coming out? Because I know you've come out to your parents and you just talked about how terrified you were about your sexuality. So how did all of that even go? First, I had to grow like comfortable with like myself and my sexuality. I was not ready in high school to do that. And also I wasn't sure how they were going to react. So I was like, okay, I need to prepare for like absolute worst case scenario. Like I, I need to be ready. Like I need to be financially independent. I need to be like, moved out like in college like ready for if they disown me or like everything goes horribly wrong I need to be safe which I would recommend to anyone who's unsure of how their parents are going to react that you are going to be safe have some sort of safety plan because I don't know I just I don't like seeing bad things happen to your kids when they come out to their parents. I would say have a safety plan for sure. 
but like, yeah, I did. And I moved out, like went to college and I was like, okay, I'm going to tell them, like I made sure I was at a university that I could afford without their help if I needed to. I like made sure I was like moved in and like, I like waited a little bit into the school year. Uh, so I had like some good friends around me and stuff. And I was like, okay, like, I think I'm going to tell them soon. And I had this plan that I was going to ease into like telling them and it was going to be like a very calm, like matter of fact conversation. And I wound up just like blurting it out in an argument that I was having with my mom on the phone, which like, I don't recommend. (laughs) That was probably not a good time. But what the argument was about was basically like boundaries. Now that I had like moved away, anyone who like has like brown parents knows that like getting them to like let go can be super hard. I was also the oldest. I was also, you know, like a girl. So it's like, yeah, that was like really hard for them. So I was like, not willing to be treated like I was in high school anymore. Now that I was in college. And so we were just kind of having it out about everything. And like, I wound up just kind of like blurting it out in the middle because I was like, I feel like you guys only love me if I abide by like your rules and like it feels conditional. And like, I don't know if you knew everything about me, like if you would love me. And she was like, what, what are you talking about? What do you mean? And I was like, would you love me if I was gay? And she was like, what do you mean? And I was like, I, I'm bisexual. And she's like, you think you are, or you know you are? And I was like, I know I am. Like, I'm 100% sure. And she just went quiet. I just think she thought I was like being rebellious at that time. And I don't think she thought I was like fully serious. Um, But like, anyway, so she hung up and we didn't talk for like, I don't know, a day or two. And um, during that time, I honestly just kind of figured I wasn't going to hear from him again. I kind of thought that was just it with our relationship. And I thought I was ready for that possibility. And I just, it hit me like a truck still, even though I knew that was always a possibility when I came out. What do I do now? Like, what do I do for the holidays like what do I who's gonna come like to my wedding who's gonna come like you know if I ever have kids like what what's going to happen now um but then she did text me a little bit later like a day or two later and was like I I've been like feeling super anxious and terrible about how everything went down I didn't mean what I said. I don't think it came out right. Like, just can you come home? We can talk about it, but just know like, you're always going to be our daughter. We're always going to love and support you. And I'm so sorry I ever made you feel like our love was conditional because it's not like you're our daughter and we love you. And yeah, so I called and I talked to her that night and she was like, listen, like we love and support you no matter what, but 
I would prefer if you like didn't tell like anybody about this yet. And I was like, <laughs> I remember like being like in my dorm and I'm like looking, uh, I already told a lot of people. Like I, <laughs> I was like, I, I already had like a whole ass girlfriend in high school. Like, oh, <laughs> but um, anyways, so I was like, yeah, yeah, okay. I I won't tell anyone if you're not comfortable with that. And she's like, yeah, it just would cause a lot of stuff within the family. And if you're not like ready for that, I would prefer we don't have to deal with it, especially because it's not like you're getting like married tomorrow. And I was like, yeah, yeah, I understand. So like I went home uh, that weekend and we talked and we worked everything out. Like we set some healthy boundaries. So it's like, I'm very glad we had that conversation because it improved our relationship so, so much. And they grew and changed so much just because I told them that was what I needed. And I know that's not like an experience that everybody has with like Daisy parents, but I don't know. I hope it gives people hope that like, things can change and things can be good because I didn't think my parents were ever going to be willing to change that much, but they did because that was what it took to continue to have a relationship and they wanted to continue to have a relationship. And those were my terms. And so, yeah, like things are a lot better between us now. So it's like, it was really difficult at first, especially because I don't know, I have always been wanting to be open and honest about who I am. So like hiding it from certain people and like not posting it uh, like on social media or anything was like kind of hard for me because it was a part of who I was. And like, I wasn't ashamed of it, but I also got the point of like, it was going to cause a ton of issues if I ever said anything. So I was like, okay, I'll, I'll wait until I'm ready for that, which um, to this day, I still haven't like come out to the extended family or posted anything on my personal social media about it. But I did have a conversation with my parents a little bit ago about doing that. And they were like, you know what, like, it's up to you. Just let us know before you do it. We will support you 100% of the way. We've got your back. We just want to know like ahead of time. So that way, like we can be there for you and we can support you. So it's like, that's something I think I'm going to do soon. And I'm excited about that because I'm really excited about just not having to worry about hiding anything from anyone anymore. And I mean, to be honest, like the family that like matters to me already knows, like my brother, I came out to over this last year sometime. I don't remember exactly when I just know it was like in the COVID year. (laughs) I like came out to him and that went really well. I came out to like all the cousins I was like really close with. Yeah, just got to, I don't know, like make I feel like a more real connection with those family members because they know who I really am now. And they've all been like so lovely and accepting. And it's like, if the people that matter to me accept me, I don't care about 
what the rest of the family thinks, what the rest of the community thinks, because the people who love me support me and that's what matters. So I'm sorry, that was a long thing. Um, (laughs) I've been talking for a while now. No worries. It was really interesting seeing how you just came about everything. And it's really reassuring to hear a Desi person that has a good story because it just shows that not all parents may be the way that their kids might think they will be. But with that being said, like, obviously they still need to be safe about coming out, like taking all the right precautions and everything. So if you could give a piece of advice to any young queer or someone who's like questioning their identity, what would it be? Um, I would say don't let anybody tell you how your journey is supposed to go or push you in any direction. It's your journey. It's your sexuality. It's your life. You know what you want it to look like. You know what you're ready for. You know what is safe for you. And I would say, listen to that instinct because so often I see like people who are just starting to realize they're queer or might even be like several years into like accepting themselves being like, I just don't know if I'm being gay the way I'm supposed to be gay if that makes sense like they feel like since they haven't come out to their families or because like they're bisexual with a preference for men or like because they realized it later than other people that they're not doing things the right way and it's like there's no there's no right way and I think that's the beautiful thing about queerness is there's so many different ways to belong to this community you really like your identity and your experience is your own and your journey is your own and you know what you're ready for you know what like queerness means to you mm-hmm. and just don't let anybody else define that for you it's your choice yeah it definitely is there isn't a certain face for being queer you don't have to look a certain way to be that And I think so many people kind of get caught in that ideology where they're like, okay, to be queer, I need to be like this and I need to be like this. But at the end of the day, you are your own person and you should have both aspects of yourself. I know. And it's like, at the end of the day, like queerness is just about being part of the community. Like if you feel that you are a part of the community, like congratulations, you are. That is all like the qualifications you need like and the queer community is so beautiful in the way that it just embraces everything and at first like when you're new to the community I feel like it's so scary and so nerve-wracking because I know for myself I looked at all these people and they're just so confident who they are but that's because of everything they've been through and each person is such an authentic individual and it just gives you space to be the person that you are no matter what it is Yeah, I always tell people, I'm like, if you come out to your family and they need a little bit or it like maybe doesn't go well, you have another family. And that is like the queer community because like we've all gone through that. Like we know what it's like and we're here for each other and like we take care of one another. So it's like you have a chosen family and like you have this like beautiful community and you're going to be okay. Like, 
100% and the queer community just supports anyone even if you're new to it even if you don't know a single other queer person as long as you put yourself out there someone's gonna come reach out and that's the beautiful part about it exactly and I really try like on TikTok and like now like through Instagram to make sure that like anybody who finds my page knows that like this is a space for them to be accepted as they are and like they can always reach out to me and like I will you know be there for them as best I can and I them to know that like there are other resources out there if they ever need them and that there's just this whole big lovely vibrant community out there waiting for them and they're not alone well thank you so much serene for coming on the podcast today and thank you for our audience for listening for updates on the show subscribe to the website thequeerexperience.com with dashes between all the words This is Sammy with The Queer Experience, and I'll see you next time.